podcast here. Oh my god. Wow. Oh, oh, I'm crying. That is like breathing in fresh cut oh, horseradish right there. Oh, yeah. It's a winner here, episode two. <laughs> We're just going to run right through a brick Let's just wall go right, right into it, man. Nose is burning. Astros, Phillies, Astros winning the World Series. Congratulations to them. Uh, winning the series 4 2. Uh, winning game six, four to one. So uh, congratulations to them. That's not what we wanted. Uh, me and you both know, being Red Sox guys, uh, we hate the Astros and we did not want them Freaking to win. Suck. But yes, they suck. Um, yeah, what are, what are your takes on the World Series game there, Jake? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, Ethan, we, we're not a huge fan of the Astros winning it. But the one plus, I guess, could come from the Astros winning it is having – Dusty Baker finally get a World Series title, even if it is with the Astros. Because, I, I mean, you got to give it to the guy. He dedicates pretty much his whole entire life to Major League Baseball and finally picks up a World Series win. I mean, that's that's one plus, I guess you could say, comes out of this because he's a heck of a guy. I mean, you got to give it to him. Yeah, uh, for someone, I mean, Red Sox not in the playoffs or anything this year, uh, I always root for the underdogs. So uh, rooting for the Phillies, I always go for the – Cinderella story. Uh, do the same thing for college basketball too. In March Madness, I always go for that Cinderella story. But uh, they're Red Sox fan, disgraceful. All right, there's there's some uh, jesters in the back here that we're not uh, too found upon here. But let's. Uh, I mean, there's some controversy with the game as well. Maldonado, Maldonado leaning into the pitch uh, in that one inning and kind of broke out to a four four inning. Uh, Four run inning, so I mean, I'm not I'm not really gonna get into it because you never know. Um, you don't really know the true th- things behind it. He did move in a little bit closer. If you look at his past at bats, he moved in mm-hmm. a little bit closer. But um, yeah, I mean, nothing really much you can you can do about that. I mean, they're good hitters. They were just mm-hmm. on that pitch, and Alvar or Hordon uh, Alvarez put it 450 over the batter's eye which you do not see many <laughs> balls hit up there. No, not at um, all. Let's, let's steer into a little bit of golf, a little bit of golf in today's, today's world, Tiger's return. Absolutely, yeah, this is just groundbreaking news for yes. the golf world right now. And if you listen to episode one, you can obviously tell that Ethan and I are, are very excited about Tiger's return to the Hero World Challenge. I mean, it, he's won this event five times. Um, it benefits... You know, it, it's hosted by Tiger, benefits his Tiger Woods Foundation. It's just an incredible atmosphere, incredible tournament. But, Ethan, like, how excited are you for this his oh, dude. return? Dude, I'm pumped. I mean, we go all the way back to episode one. Tiger, Tiger Woods is one of my favorite golfers in the world. Uh, to see him come back from what he's been through, and uh, I, I'm rooting for him. A five-time champion in the Hero World Challenge, so it would be fun to see him play in, in a couple weeks. And then in December, he plays in the PNC Championship with his son. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, what do you do? You think he has wins the Hero World Challenge, or do you think he competes in it? Or I mean, he's got some big names in there. Kevin Kisner's playing in it. Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you got to think about it. So, what, what was his last real tournament he's played in? Was it was it the Masters? I believe so. The Masters. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a long ways away. Um, but I know he said that he's been grinding pretty hard to get back to playing some type of competitive golf in a tournament atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I can't think of a better place, right? It's his tournament that he hosts. Um, it's a place he's comfortable with, an atmosphere he's comfortable with. 
he'll be welcome. I mean, he's welcome no matter where he goes to play golf. But, I mean, at this place, it's going to be especially a warm welcome. I think this this could be a bold prediction. I think he's going to play well. I'm not seeing anything more than maybe top 20 or top 15 just because he hasn't played in that kind of an atmosphere for that long. I mean, granted, it's, it's Tiger Woods. Like, you can't ever count him out. But I, I don't foresee him getting anything more than top 20, top 15. I agree. Uh, and then the PNC Championship, I mean, it's going to be hard to beat the Daily Crew. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. hard to beat them every year, but uh, I think that uh, they're going to compete. I mean, Charlie, Charlie, his competitiveness is crazy to watch, but it's beautiful to watch them two play. And mm-hmm. um, I agree with you. I think I don't think Tiger Woods wins this challenge, uh, but I think he competes. Um, it's for a good cause, though. That's mm-hmm. yeah, for his foundation. So uh, whether he doesn't get top uh, – top five or uh in the top rankings i don't think he uh i think it, either way it's for a good cause and forever mm-hmm. wins it's for his foundation so uh yeah and i mean it's funny you bring that up about him and charlie did you see the videos last year of them like playing together like oh, the mannerisms the swing like was, different things is like spot on like it, it's scary it is legitimately it, it is scary, scary to watch because he's I couldn't even tell you his age, but he's shooting <laughs> 65 and under that. So um, in a couple years when he's old enough to start playing in major tournaments, it's going to be scary to watch. He's coming for his dad. That's what he's doing. Like you think about it, like I think he's around like the 11 to 12 range, somewhere around there. Just think like, okay, you go up to a junior tournament and you're facing Charlie Woods and you look over and his caddy is freaking Tiger Woods. Like, I would just be all right. I'm done. I'm out of here. I'll maybe hit the first tee shot <laughs> if I can even get up to the ball. Yeah. Like it's just it's, unreal. It's, it's, there's a lot of major sons and dads competitive uh, competitiveness out there. You got Bronny and LeBron. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron saying he wants to play with his son eventually, but I think he's getting down to the end of the road. Um, some others out there that like it's like. I mean, D. D. Wade's son, Deion Sanders' son. Mm-hmm. They're all coming for their fame, and they yeah. want to. They want to not – they're not only motivated by their parents, but they're they're pushed so that they can be their own player as well. Like, they're not they're not going, okay, I'm going th- – I'm doing this because my dad played this and I want right. to be better than him. No, they're doing it for themselves and they want to make a name for themselves just like they did when they were young kids. Yeah, it's like, you know, I, I think it's Scottie Pippen's son. Completely different body build, completely different position in basketball, and he's just a different player. But – Man, you, it, it, he's like you said. He's got the same fire like yep. his dad. Yep. Uh, I wish him all the best in like a professional career. I mean, it, it's just I, really I used cool. To watch his high school videos when he played for Syria Cannon. Oh, really? Yep. I, I <laughs> big high school. I love to watch high school basketball, and I used to watch them growing up. He played with, on Syria Cannon with uh, Cassius Stanley and okay. uh, some other guys. So uh, yeah, I mean, best of luck to him. And mm-hmm. he's gonna. Absolutely. I think it's. I think he's gonna be a name that we're gonna see here in the next couple of years that are gonna break through. And uh, same with some other small names. There's uh, a couple guys out there that I think are gonna make big impacts in all sports. Mm-hmm. Pretty young right now. So uh, let's uh, let's jump back. I, I skipped a little something down here on the list. Uh, <laughs> we were gonna do a little prediction for uh, next year's World Series. Um, who, who do you have in the World Series next year, Jake? Yeah, this is this is a tough one. As much as I want to pick the Boston Red Sox because I'm a diehard Red Sox fan, I just I, I can't help but not pick the Padres. Like they're young, they got some talent, and 
they just look darn scary this year. It just did not fall their direction, but man, they look scary this year. They're also missing some key players. I know Fernando Tatis was out for that long time. I don't know if mm-hmm. he comes back next year uh, or not, but uh, yeah, some big names. Manny Machado in in the running for MVP this year, NL MVP. So uh, mm-hmm. he just, I. It's a shame because it's a team that. Unfortunately, they lost to the Phillies. Phillies, great team, but mm-hmm. they are a team to watch out for in the future, absolutely. Um, for me, I mean, as long as same with Jake, I'm a Red Sox diehard fan, and I'm going to go with the Red Sox making it to the World Series. I mean, I'm going to pick Red, Red Sox versus Phillies in the World Series. I mean, Phillies getting up pretty much their uh, whole team back, and they're looking to acquire some big names over this uh, offseason. I Heard oh, rumors, yeah. maybe like Trey Turner or something, and maybe play in the infield a little bit, and maybe some big outfielders, but more big bats uh, to fill out that lineup a little bit better. But Red Sox, tough year. Mm-hmm. But I think we bounce back from it, um, going from making it to the uh, ALDS to then going below 500 and now probably going to come back again. It's kind of like a little pattern that we have going on. So usually one one year we're on and another year we're off. So I think this year, like the Cowboys fans say, I think it's this this year is our year. So uh absolutely. But yeah, I mean, you well, never know. You never know. Though. You don't. You know. That that's the crazy part. But like talking about building a team, did I just saw this this morning, so that's why I'm bringing this up. Do you see that thing about the Phillies where I think it was like Schwarber, uh Harper, uh who else was it? We're all sitting in the locker yep. room, not Nick showered. Castellanos. Yeah, Castellanos. Yep, they they're sitting in a circle, circle yes. sitting there drinking a beer after the World Series was done, and they're like, dang, that's camaraderie there. Like, can you imagine? Like, it, it makes us feel move. normal now. Yeah, like, team. it makes us feel normal now. It's the same thing that we do on our golf team. We, <laughs> after a match, we usually sit on the bus. We go back, and we sit in the calf together, and we eat, mm-hmm. and we just talk about our experiences for that match. Um, same thing they did. They talked about their season. Um not the way they wanted to end it, but they know they've they're gonna build from that and they yep. build connections and relationships and that just becomes a better ball club. Yeah, I mean they're not doing it to make their individual better, they're doing it to make the team better and mm-hmm. I think Phillies are gonna be a scary team to watch next year. I mean it just makes them a little bit more human. Like these guys are getting paid millions upon millions of dollars mm-hmm. and they're just sitting there like guys being dudes, just sitting there in the clubhouse drinking a beer, just like reflecting on the crazy season that the Phillies had. Yes, sir. It just just kind of cool. Just kind of cool. Oh, absolutely. But uh, that's. I think that's enough for our little sports. Yeah, talk yeah. We, and, uh, we can wrap up the sports we're, there. We're gonna get a little funny here with our podcast. Get a little <laughs> silly. Um, we're gonna. We're, it's gonna be a new thing for our little podcast here. We're gonna end each segment with like a controversy talk that you guys can go back and talk about with your friends, family, and then come back to us and tell us what you think. Um, little funny thing we like to do. Uh, if you have any ideas things you want us to talk about like some it could be anything random uh, you'll hear we're going to start talking about toilet paper now but uh yeah if you guys have anything you want us to talk about and um say on a podcast we can even bring a guest on to talk about that as well uh and we'll be more than happy to do so yeah um, if you have any ideas send us to them send us them on instagram follow us on thin it to win it um be sure to dm us with your ideas your suggestions comments even if you like the show, just send us a DM and be like, hey, keep up the great work. We'll, and we'll keep this train I, rolling. I will confirm it now. There will be a TikTok up and running pretty soon. <laughs> pretty soon. I know me and Jake both rip on the TikTok yeah. a little bit. And uh, I, I, would, I would consider myself a little bit addicted. But <laughs> there, are, there will be a thin it to win a TikTok 
making an appearance soon in the next week or two. Absolutely. So. Be all eyes on that one. Be all ears because we're just riding this train the, right down into the sunset, baby. We're, we're riding this train. We're seeing what comes and seeing what goes, and we'll take it you all along with us. So, uh, But, yeah, like Ethan said, we'll, we'll jump right into it. So um, talking about toilet paper, it's essential. Like you need toilet paper unless you're just straight up roughing it, which – I do once in a while, but at the end of the day, I like a good solid toilet paper. So, like, there's some places that you get good toilet paper, and there's some places that you get really, really bad <laughs> really experiences bad for toilet, toilet paper. paper. So, uh, uh, Ethan, like, just paint the picture for us. What are some times it's where it's just big. downright horrendous? I'll pretty, I'll paint a not so pretty picture for you. So, <laughs> we, uh, I'm on the baseball team here at Del Val, and uh, you know when. If you're a baseball player out there, you know when you get to that fifth, sixth inning where you just gotta let one go. You just, you just have to. You have to go to the bathroom, and there's always a port of John somewhere around a sports complex or something. So uh, I take a nice stroll out there, and I go in there, and that toilet paper is, I, it's like tissue paper. It's <laughs> sandpaper and tissue paper mixed, um, and your hand just goes right through it, and it's just not a pleasant experience when you're. Mm. When you have not so good stomach and you just got to let one out and the toilet paper, just kinda, <laughs> you, you do a little wipe and scratching and your hand goes right through it and it just takes, you got, I got to use a whole roll of it just to clean my <laughs> palm a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, in my own opinion, I think the worst toilet paper out there is in porta potties. Oh, it has to be. It has I, to be. I don't know of a worse place that there is toilet paper, unless you're just going out in the woods and just using a leaf. But a leaf, uh, <laughs> honestly, I, I maybe want to rather use it. Yeah. yeah, leaf's probably better. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't scratch my ass. But <laughs> no, I mean, like at the beginning of the school year here, um, our RA told us because I live in like a suite or like a, a quad. There's four people that room with us, and we have our own toilet in there and stuff. And the RA said to us, "Hey, if." you guys need more toilet paper just just let me know i'll be glad to get it to you and i just mentally said this i did not say this out loud folks in case it would offend somebody that likes that just one ply tissue wrapping paper type toilet paper i just calmly said in my mind no thank you ma'am i will not be needing any of that i will gladly go get myself some charmin ultra strong which is my go-to charmin ultra strong it's just ultra strong or ultra soft oh ultra strong ultra Ultra strong strong. yeah you gotta have that (laughs) can't make sure that's ripping like the porta john no 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 no, no, no. that that is ultra weak ultra weak not ultra strong (laughs) leave my hands stained in stench for the next for the whole baseball game well and you can't even really use the hand sanitizer in the porta john's because it's it's either empty, broken off of the wall, or just is not great at all. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then I find myself. I mean, and then I find myself at the carnival going into the handicap one because I know they have a nice sink in there because there's a lot of room. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, dude. Then you got the kids ripping them off the thing, and I, I got nothing. I got to use my pants to wipe my. Yeah. Like, what if I have to go out and I meet someone important? I got to shake their hand, then I feel bad. I want. I don't want to shake their. Hand. Yeah, you might have to do the old elbow bump on that one there. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, the old COVID fist pump. Yeah. But uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toilet paper. I mean, mine, mine has to be the Charmin Ultra Soft. I'm a soft guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, the best place is you got to go to those big restaurants like texas roadhouse outback they got decent toilet paper Mm -hmm. it's not like no crazy anything big but i mean nothing compared to your household but there's no there's no better feeling than going home and taking a deuce and then real and then having that nice soft 
toilet paper mm-hmm. for the first time since being in college. So, oh um, yeah, that's like a big thing. Um, but yeah, the toilet paper and porta johns that's on my list. It's, it's, it's on, on the list. list. It's, it's on, on the, the list. list. Along with those damn guys interviewing people in dugouts. I hate that. Oh, my I gosh. Yeah. That. It's like, dude, just just let the boys celebrate. Like, you know, it, well, since you're a Red Sox fan, you know this. A big celebration we do when we score, score a home run is they get a ride the whole way down the dugout. And, like, those – In the laundry cart. Yeah, things. in the laundry yeah. cart things. What if that guy's in there trying to do an interview and he's – like, hold up, he's hold up, hold up. You can't interfere with that, yeah. r- that, that yeah. ride. There's no stop signs in there. Just let the train roll. Dude, I remember, I forget what game it was, but Bryce Harper uh, gave Alec Boehm some advice on, uh, I don't know what it was about. I think it was because uh, he was tipping pitches. And oh, that's that right. And yeah. wanted yep. to do it. And after Alex Boehm hit that home run the next inning, he comes back in the dugout. That <laughs> that uh, interview guy was just waiting there, dude. He was he was like, all right. He was like licking his chops when Alec Boehm got into that dugout. He's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get let me interview. What did Bryce Harper tell you? And it's like, what, what, what do you That's so what awkward. The, what the, like the dugout is where they have peace and where they talk to each other yeah. about the game and situation. You don't need a reporter in there trying to like figure out what their mindset is through the second <laughs> inning of the game. Like Nobody knows how it's going through the second inning of the game. Like I, I can't even imagine. I've only played baseball up up through high school I didn't play in college I'm not playing in college or anything but like if I hit like a good double or like I never hit one over the fence but I hit one inside the park and run like I can't imagine rolling into the dugout and the local news reporter is like hey Jake how'd you feel about that hit there how'd you feel about the (laughs) play it's it's like it's like uh one what are you doing here and two like find out after the game like it it, I don't know if they're trying to catch you in the heat of the moment or what write it down in your little notepad and ask me after the game I don't need somebody coming up to me in third inning was like how well how what was your mindset when you were taking that lead at first base and I'm like whoa what do you mean yeah I just I don't I don't need you coming up to me and like now you now I got to worry about you coming up to me in the dugout when I'm trying to get focused on going back out Mm. and playing defense or something exactly but it's like from a pitcher stand for it if I'm pitching and I don't have a good inning, nobody better come up to me. In the no, I mean, no, I will, no way. I will drop kick their reporter. Mm-hmm. I'll put him on the ground. Well, like, you think about somebody like David Ortiz back in the day, whenever he had that one at bat where he just demolished the telephone and that oh, one dugout. Yeah, imagine that being a reporter because they were just trying. Yeah, to ask it's him. like it's like uh, uh, Mr. Ortiz. We we want to speak to you real quick. And I'm a huge David Ortiz guy. I'm a huge David Ortiz guy. So don't get me wrong, but like you, either, like you said, like. Just imagine he strikes out. He's in there trying to do an interview with somebody, and and you see the guy next to you just like bash in the water. Pool or something. It's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, uh, let, let's uh, let's let's hold off on the interview right now until we get the adrenaline out. Then, still wait after the game. Yeah, like yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me. But hopefully they change that next year I, or I do hope something. So. <laughs> I hope so. But uh, yeah, that we kind of veered off from the toilet. Yeah, paper we thing. did. We did. We hit the list of things that I just do not like, and that's like the things, <laughs> the top five worst things <laughs> in my life right now. Like those damn reporters and <laughs> Porta John toilet paper. It, those two things are on the list. <sighs> More might be revealed later in the podcast. Oh, we shall man. see. But those two things are confirmed on Ethan's list. That is on my list. <laughs> that was one and two. So. Reporters toilet paper. <laughs> probably three is probably the the food in the calf. Food in the calf is terrible, man. <laughs> Especially when you get those burgers and they're like a hockey puck. Yeah, Damn. yeah. They're they're close, but not on my list yet. But yeah, those are my those are my things on my list. So, far. <laughs> dude, well, I can't. Good to know. I will I will try to avoid them and uh, and we'll we'll keep rolling. But no, I mean th- this has been a fun ride so far. I know this is only episode two, Ethan, but I'm fired up. I'm riled up, and by God, we're gonna make something out of this show, and it's gonna be a good time. And 
it's going to be a good time to have you all along the way. And like I said earlier in the show, follow us on Instagram. Like Ethan said, a TikTok will be coming live here soon for the Thin Twin podcast. But be sure to find us on Instagram. Like our posts. Check out our stories. The link to the the podcast is in our bio. Uh, send us a DM. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us what we yeah. can do better. Tell us what you want to see on the you show or feedback? hear on the show. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, I think that's that's all we have here for episode two. You got anything to closing out? Closing out remarks? No, I don't yet? have a whole lot. Just thanks a lot, y'all, and be sure to tune in for the next episode. Every Thursday we'll be coming to you live. Every Thursday after Thursday after Thursday, the Thin It to Win a Podcast. After Thursday, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we, we will not stop for holidays. We will no. be posting on holidays. So be sure to tune in. We appreciate y'all. We love you all. Peace out till next time. Later. <laughs>